Here, your thousand guilders in full, he says to me, taunting me with a pouch of gold coins. You are now the richest man in Hamlin. Now we may ask, where are the children, Mr. Pied Piper? The man jingles the coins, retreating his hand as I reach for them. He bestows a ferocious kick to my gut, and I wail in pain, curled up on the cold, wet floor. He tosses the bag of coins to my bruised face. Go on, grab your pipe, the other man encourages me. Charm them back now that you have your money. He then throws the pipe to the floor. The rumble of hollow wood tapping against stone echoes down the seemingly endless dark corridor. Did you hear that? He turns around to face his colleagues. Is that the sound of children I hear? You, go check outside. Nothing, sire, just the crowd anxiously waiting to see him killed. I thought so. You are just a child thief. Here, let's see if you can play a song and lure your rescuers. All hail the Pied Piper of Hamlin! The townspeople jeer from the streets. By their tone, I have the feeling that they don't really mean it as praise. Quiet! Between you all! The man snarled at them. We need to keep count of the lashes. Get the other cane. Ah, yes. This cane will write a beautiful bloody poem on your back. Let all those who read it know what happens when you steal innocent children. They stretch their knuckles and arms, clearly having looked forward to this moment all their lives. Today, 130 was the lucky number. That was the number of children I'd taken away. With hindsight, I should have just left them all behind. I tense and ready myself for the beating. That was until the first hit. Ein! shouted the man who was keeping count. Zwei! Drei! Vier! I highly doubt I will survive long enough to savour the rest of these lashes. Fünf! Sechs! Sieben! Acht! Hit him harder! shouts one of the men watching. Where are the children? they demand again. I don't know! I snap back at them. Before I could finish explaining myself, everything goes black. I'm just wishing to wake up from this bad dream, but alas, the agony attests that it is happening in flesh and blood. Oh, some light. I see some light. Is this the light at the end of the tunnel everyone keeps talking about? See him now. He can't even take the pain. Yet he was happy to take our children away from us. Sire, if we continue to whip him, he will soon die, and folks won't get a chance to see his big head being cut off. Okay, take him away, the other man commands. He was smartly dressed in a brown tunic and breeches. In fact, he was the one who dressed me, and though I was bloodied from the few whips I'd received, he came nearer to take one good look at me. Why don't you do the right thing? Tell us where the children are and die with honour. I don't know where they are, I wince in pain. It's bloody difficult to speak when in chains and your adrenaline is receding, leaving you to bear the full brunt of the pain you bravely pretended to tolerate in the first place. Randomly, out of nowhere, one of my torturers spits in my face. He looks disgusted at the sight of me. Little does he know. I've looked worse before. 
considering that I was going to die anyway, the saliva was a welcome antiseptic for my wounds. But who cares for my welfare, right? How did I even get here? Unless Guernsey was nothing but a figment of a fairy tale I'd conjured up earlier, I'm still confused, but it's too late to debate how I got here. I am here, and I'm about to die the worst way imaginable. Drag him out! Everyone is waiting for him, the stern voice says from above. It seems the whole town is waiting to see me. At that point, it's not death that I fear most, but rather the thought of how I would die that cuts through my heart. If I had wings, I would fly away back to Guernsey. Your calmness, considering your dire circumstances, impresses me, Mr. Piper, says one of the men as he ushers me out of the dungeon. I just look at him with a pitiful eye. I'm hopeless about my situation. Any agitation will just waste away the little ounces of energy left within my feeble body. Besides, did they expect me to be in a jovial mood? Or quarrelsome? Wailing like a child without its mother? Or a mother without a child? Should I remorsefully say? Oh, but no. I was taught to never cry over spilt milk, or blood as it is in my case today. I look one more time behind me in the dark dungeon, not sure whether I'm looking forward to my death or miss curling up there on the cold floor. As I come out, I smell the fresh morning dew, a welcome respite for my nostrils. The dungeon reeked of decaying bodies. No wonder this town has been infested with rats. I breathe a new lease of life into my feeble and bloodied body. I don't care if I'm underdressed for the chilly morning. Mind you, death has an interesting way of changing your perspective on what matters in life. Everyone is keen to feast their eyes on me. I wish I could say that it's because I look exceptionally handsome, but I'm too sensible to believe that. It's as if they can't believe the reports that the infamous Pied Piper has been caught and finally justice will be served as their morning breakfast. Even the little children and teens alike are gazing at me. Have their parents not told them about me? You would think that parents would hide their children from me, wouldn't you? Blimey, I think to myself. I hope they aren't staying for the main event. Imagine these little souls having to see my head plump into a basket. At least I hope my executioner lifts my head up after chopping it off so that I can give a cheeky wink at them for a good laugh before I'm done. I'd never been a fan of these type of beheadings, but what does that matter anymore? Nobody will even care about my opinions on capital punishment by the time my head's gone. The men walking ahead of me, on the other hand, are really enjoying their moment in the spotlight and I can only imagine the glory that awaits my executioner. Make way! Make way for the Pied Piper of Hamelin! yells the champion of Hamelin. I don't remember meeting him before, but here he stands, at nine feet, tall and gangly, towering above the crowd. All eyes are fixated on me, as the crowd desperately wants to catch a glimpse of the infamous Pied Piper for the last time. He's impatient. The giant angrily shoves his way through the bloodthirsty crowd. Young and old, frail and strong, were all pushed aside with ease, as if clearing the path of dead autumn leaves. I trail behind him in chains, dragged by my ankles like a slaughtered prey. Hängen Sie den Kinderdieb! shouts the hysterical crowd. I don't speak one word of German, but my drooping face suggests otherwise. 
I'm welcomed by the sound of men and women yelling, chanting, shouting and hissing at me. Even young boys, at the encouragement of their parents, insult me mercilessly. Some hurl stones my way and others spit. Everyone can have a go at me today, it seems. Why, yes, thank you very much, I think to myself. Fame has a nasty price now, doesn't it? Again, as I shiver in the bitter cold, a dose of warm saliva isn't entirely unwelcome. Despite the snow blanketing the ground, the spectacle of preparing my execution seems to ignite a thousand hot fire devils in the crowd's eyes, and only my blood will douse the flames. <laughs>